Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited about today's broadcast, and I believe it's going to minister to you in a very powerful way. I want to encourage you right here at the beginning, mix your faith with what you're about to hear. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 that if you mix your faith with the word preached, then it will profit you. Well, you're taking time to watch the broadcast. It might as well be profitable. So just go ahead and determine that you're going to receive by faith what you hear today. Now, we have an audience with us in the studio. Thank you guys for being with me, and thank you for uh, showing up and uh, cheering me on and helping to pull the anointing out of me today so that it will benefit the folks at home even more. We've been talking about all year long the prophetic word the Lord gave me regarding 2014 being known as the year of the greater glory. We have discovered that the glory of God consists of, number one, the manifested presence of God, number two, the manifested power of God, and number three, the manifested goodness of God. Now, if it's going to be the year of the greater glory, then that means that we need to begin to expect greater manifestations of His presence, His power, and His goodness. And let me tell you something. When greater manifestations of His presence, His power, and His goodness are taking place, then that means you're headed for your greatest victories, praise God. In fact, the Lord said that to me back in July of this year. He said, tell the people everywhere you go to begin to expect their greatest victories this year. How many of you in this audience could use a greater victory, praise God? Amen. You know, uh, I've been preaching this in uh, various churches around the country over the last several weeks, and some of the testimonies that I've been receiving, some of which happen within 24 hours, and uh, man, it's been exciting to hear how that God is confirming His Word with signs following. Amen. So, if you need a great victory this year, dare to mix your faith with this Word, and God says it will profit you. Amen? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I receive this. this. Now, that's how you mix your faith with the Word preached. You just simply say, I receive it. I receive it by faith. And if you'll receive it by faith, then God will confirm it with signs following. And then not too long ago, the Lord said, tell them this, to begin to expect the unexpected and to be watching for surprises. How many of you love surprises? I know I do. I love surprises. And God is constantly surprising me, not in the fact that He meets my need, but He surprises me in the way He goes about doing it. You know, I discovered 45 years ago that God promised to supply all of my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I know that's going to happen. I don't doubt that. What I don't know is how He's going to go about doing it. God has done things in my life time and time again in many unusual ways and ways that I couldn't dream up in a thousand years. And I believe that the fact that He is God, that He is unlimited in the way that He can meet a need in a person's life. You know, you haven't seen all that God can do. I know I haven't. And I haven't seen all the ways that God can meet my needs. And I know you haven't as well. So I want to challenge you to begin to expect the unexpected and to be watching for surprises. And then the Lord gave me this great verse in Job chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn there and we'll look at verse 8 and verse 9. And I'm going to read it first of all from the King James. Then I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. And then also from the Message Translation. In verse 8 it says, I would seek unto God 
and unto God would I commit my cause, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. Notice it says, God does great things, unsearchable things, marvelous things, and they are without number. Now, the New Living Translation says it this way, if I were you, I would go to God and present my case to him because he does great things, too marvelous to understand. He performs countless miracles. But now listen to the message translation. This is, this is one that'll make you shout. He's famous for great and unexpected acts, and there's no end to his surprises. Hallelujah. Amen. He is famous for great and unexpected acts, and there is no end to his surprises. Amen. And that to me gives me even more reason to never give up. No matter what you're going through, no matter how impossible it may seem, if you will keep in the forefront of your thinking, God is famous for great and unexpected acts, and there is no end to his surprises. That means that the worst day of your life before it's over with could turn out to be the best day you've ever had. You know, you just never give up on God. You never give up on his ability to come through. You know, I've had times when I was facing what appeared to be impossible looking situations and in the natural, absolutely no way that I could make it happen or I could make it come to pass, but I just dared to believe that somehow, some way God would come through. Amen. How many of you ever been there? You just dared to believe that somehow, some way God would come through. You know, I've said this, but I, I keep thinking about the early days of my life of faith when I first began. And uh, I remember one particular time when uh, at the time, Carol and I uh, hadn't been married too very long. And, and uh, uh, you know, our first daughter, Jerry Ann, who's in the audience, was born and, and uh, I was in the National Guard at the time. And uh, I just got back from active duty. And uh, Jerry Ann actually was three and a half months old before I ever saw her. She was born while I was on active duty. Well now, uh, because I'm in the National Guard, I've, I've agreed to serve for six years. And I've been in the Guard now for almost two years at this time. And uh, you know, I've begun my walk of faith. I know I'm called to preach and I'm preparing for full-time ministry and uh, don't know how God's going to do that. Don't know how, you know, doors are going to open for me to preach. You know, nobody's asking me to come. Nobody's inviting me to come. Here I'm full of the word. I'm, I'm excited about, you know, serving the Lord and only have one problem. Nobody wants to hear a word I have to say. <laughs> Any preachers in the audience know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm believing God, you know, for doors to be open. Well, I get a call from our base and they say, we've got to be in Fort Polk, Louisiana over the weekend for more training. And so they said, be at the base by two o'clock this afternoon and we're headed for Fort Polk. It couldn't have come at a worse time. I mean, here I am, you know, uh, I've shut my business down. I don't have any income, you know, in the natural. I don't have a job uh, that's producing some kind of income. I've got debts. I've got bills that need to be paid. And, uh, you know, from time to time, somebody would call me and say, 
uh, Jerry, I've wrecked my car. Can you repair my car? I said, well, I don't have my shop anymore. But if you don't mind me working on it, at, you know, in my carport at home, I'd be happy to do it. And, and, you know, that would help put some money in my pocket and pay some bills and put food on the table. Well, somebody had called and, and said uh, they wanted me to repair the car that weekend. So I was counting on that for some income to pay some bills. But now I got to show up at the base and go to Fort Pope. So I'm not going to have that money to count on. And so, you know, I don't know what to do. I got my wife there. I got a baby there. I don't have any money to leave with them. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. They said for the weekend, but that could change. And so, uh, you know, but you, you don't tell the United States Army, I'm not coming. You know, uh, that's AWOL, you know, and that could cause you to serve some time that you don't have. Okay. And so I go into my bedroom, I get in my closet, I pull out my uniform, I pack my duffel bag, I come back in the living room and there's Carolyn holding Jerry Ann. Jerry Ann's asleep in her lap and, you know, and I look at Carolyn, she looks at me and there's this look. She didn't say anything, but you're not leaving us like this, are you? I felt like a dog, man. I felt so bad. I'm leaving my wife and my baby with no money, you know, and, and I, and, but I can't tell you know, the National Guard, I don't want to come. I can't come. You don't understand. You know, I have to go. And, but, but I don't know what to do. So I went back in the bedroom. I started taking my uniform off and saying, Lord, I can't leave my family like this. Did you see that look on my wife's face? You know, my daddy told me when I was growing up, he didn't take, talk to me about the Bible much. But one time he told me, that this scripture was in the Bible. A boy that don't work, don't eat, you know. <laughs> and then he told me this other scripture, that a man that don't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. And boy, I'm feeling like an infidel, you know, because I don't have any money to leave my family. And, and the Lord said, son, you have to go. There's no, you know, uh, doubt about that. You have to go. You, you lifted your hand and you took an oath and you have to go. Not only that, you told me you believe my word. I said, I do believe your word. He said, then why aren't you acting like it? He said, faith demands action. Amen. It demands corresponding actions. And he said, you said you believe my word. Don't you believe I can take care of your family? I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, get your uniform on and go. And you walk in there and you tell your wife that your God will supply your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I said, will you take care of that look on her face? And he, he said, you let me take care of that. And so I walked back in there and I said, sweetheart, I am sorry. I don't have any other choice. This is not the way I would like to leave this weekend. I don't have any money to give you, but I know that our God supplies our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he can, and I know he will. Amen. And she said, I know he will too. I'm sorry. You go do what you have to do, and God will take care of us. Amen. So I kissed her goodbye, and I walked to the door. And just as I walked to the door, there was a knock on the door. On. And when I opened the door, it was a man. He said, Jerry, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Fort Polk. He said, well, I'm glad I caught you before you left. He said, uh, the Lord spoke to me. I just finished a job and he told me to bring the tithe to you. 
I said, I don't doubt it, brother. Come on in. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, that man gave me money right then before I ever left the house. That was not only enough to meet our present need, but enough to meet needs that were coming. Amen. You know, bills that I knew were coming due down the road. God did that. Now, you know, when God does things like that, it marks you. Amen. It marks you. You know what I mean by that? It, it just adds to your confidence that God can do this and he has ways that he can do it that I couldn't dream up in a thousand years. And that's the reason the Bible says he's famous for that. Now listen, I'm just one case. Just think for a minute, how many surprises has God done over the last, let's say just 2,000 years alone regarding his people? How many surprises do you suppose people just in America alone have experienced from God? How many surprises do you suppose just the body of Christ in Texas alone has experienced? How many surprises do you suppose God has done for people in this room alone? He is famous for unexpected acts. He is famous for surprises. And the beautiful thing is his surprises are without limit. Amen. I love that. His surprises, there is no end to them. That means no matter what you're going through right now, God is working on something. You know, that's what puts a smile on my face every day. That's what causes me to have a dance in my step every day. No matter what I'm going through, I know behind the scenes, God is working on something. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I do know that he will come through. That's the reason it's important that you never give up. That's why Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 says, cast not away your confidence. Don't ever let go of your confidence in God and in his word. Why? Because there is great recompense of reward. What does that tell us? God rewards those who won't give up. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not a quitter. Amen. God rewards those who won't give up. So I said, well, how long does it take before the reward comes? Well, that I don't know. You know, I've had it happen before dark sometimes. Sometimes it happens within a few days. Sometimes it happens within a few weeks or a few months. But there are some things that I have stood on his word for, and 20 years later it came to pass. 20 years later. Oh, dear God, 20 years? I don't think I can stand that long. Well, wait a minute. If God does something in 20 years that most people don't experience in a lifetime, then you're willing to stand for 20 years if that's what it takes. I love what Kenneth Hagin used to say. If you're prepared to stand forever, then it won't take very long. Amen. But most people are not prepared to stand forever. Most people are prepared to stand until dark. And if it doesn't happen before dark, then I'm not playing anymore. Amen. But if you're prepared to stand forever, then it won't take very long. So say this with me. There is no end to God's surprises. There is no end to God's surprises. And that's why I refuse to give up. That's why I refuse to give up. Now think about it for a moment. What do you suppose God's working on for you right now while you're sitting here listening to me? Huh? What do you suppose God is working on right now while you're watching this broadcast? Yeah, but Brother Jerry, I just don't know if I can stand any longer. Yes, you can. You can. 
You see, I learned a long time ago, don't ever say, I can't take any more. Because for you to say you can't take any more would be to say that what Satan did is far greater than what Jesus did. And it's not. If Jesus indeed defeated Satan at Calvary, then you can take anything Satan can dish out. Amen. I love the Bible saying in Hebrews that our redemption is an eternal redemption. You know what that means? Satan is eternally defeated. If our redemption is an eternal redemption, then Satan is eternally defeated. So for you and I to say, I can't take any more, then what you're saying is the cross didn't work. Calvary didn't work. The blood didn't work. But we know it did work. Amen. We know that Satan was defeated at Calvary 2,000 years ago. And if he was defeated at Calvary 2,000 years ago, then that means we can withstand anything he can throw our way. It's just a matter of making a decision. Amen. Amen. The apostle Paul said, having done all to stand, do what? Stand. Stand. (laughs) Having done all to stand, stand. I've had people say, Brother Jerry, I've been standing. What do I do now? Well, I always tell them, you're scriptural. Now stand. (laughs) You've been standing. You're doing the scriptural thing. Now continue to stand. For how long? Well, that's simple. Until you don't have to stand anymore. Amen. Brother Jerry, you just make it too simple. No, I'm not trying to make it simple. Uh, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Now, I'm, I'm not telling you that having done all to stand and continue to stand is the easiest thing you'll ever do in your life. Amen. And all of you probably have discovered that. It's not the easiest thing to do. But the fact that the Bible tells us, having done all to stand, stand, then apparently we're capable of doing that or God wouldn't tell us to do it. He has equipped us. He has empowered us. Think about it. You have the name of Jesus. You have the word of God. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the angels backing you. You have the throne of God backing you. You've got everything you need to stand. And if you will continue to stand, then you will be rewarded for doing so. Cast not away your confidence or your faith. Why? Because it carries with it a great recompense of reward. God rewards faithful people. God rewards people that won't give up. Can you say amen? Amen. So why would I want to give up if I know that my God is famous for unexpected acts and my God is famous for surprises? Why would I ever give up? Because you never know. Before the sun sets, you could experience a surprise. Amen. Amen. Before the sun sets, something unexpected could come your way. Hallelujah. I think you ought to lift your hands and thank God right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You never know. A major breakthrough could happen before this day is up. My point is simply this. Don't ever, ever give up. Look at your neighbor and say, quit is not an option. Amen. My confidence in God's ability is unwavering. And you know, really, for most Christians, that's true. Most most Christians believe that God can. It's not a question of that. You know, most people will tell you, in fact, even some of the most uh, 
religious Christians. If you would ask them, is God able to meet your need? Oh, yes, hallelujah, our God is able. <laughs> but the question is, they're not sure if he will or not. Yes. Right. Amen. Right. Our God is able, but if you ask them, will he? Well, you never know what God will do. But you see, to say that God is able, you're speaking of his ability. But to say God will, you're speaking of his love for you. Amen. God is not only able, but he will. You know, my dad, when I was growing up, my dad was a paint and body man. He repaired wrecked cars. And I watched my dad from a little boy repair some of the most unrepairable (laughs) wrecks that you could ever imagine. I mean, they would bring cars to my dad that were totaled out. And I'd watch my dad take that, what most people would say would be a hopeless situation and turn it into something that you could never tell it had ever been wrecked. And I watched him do it over and over and over to the point that it changed my outlook about a wrecked car. Whenever I saw a wrecked car, I don't care how bad it was wrecked, the first thing I thought was, there's one my daddy can fix. They just don't wreck them bad enough. My daddy can't fix. <clears throat> Amen. That's the attitude I had. There's one my daddy can fix. Now, most people say, boy, look at that thing. Total loss. I'd say, no, nah, my daddy can fix that. Come on. That's right. And when I got older, you know, and if it was one I wanted, I not only believe he could, I bought it because I knew he would. <laughs> I wanted a Corvette so bad when I was growing up. You know, I loved Corvettes and I wanted one so bad but I couldn't afford one. My dad couldn't afford to buy me one. But I was at the drag races one time and it was a 58 Corvette at the drag races and the guy wrecked it. And I went down there and asked him if he wanted to sell it. He said, yeah, I'll sell it. And I, I loaded up that Corvette and of course they're made out of fiberglass and all the pieces to it, loaded the back of the truck up with pieces of Corvette, hauled that thing back home. My daddy looked at it and said, son, what have you got here now? I said, I got something you can fix and you will fix. Hallelujah. (laughs) And finally, I owned a Corvette because my daddy could and my daddy would. Now, that's the way I think of my Heavenly Father. It just doesn't get so impossible that my Heavenly Father can't fix it. Not only that, He will. Hallelujah. Come on, give Him a shout of praise. Amen. I hope I've ministered to you today. And once again, I want to challenge you to begin to expect the unexpected and dare to watch for surprises because that's what God wants to do. I'll be back in just a few moments. Are you believing God to answer your prayer? And are you expecting Him to answer in a specific way? In the CD series, Expect the Unexpected, Jerry Savelle teaches us that God is famous for doing the unexpected. Job 5.9 says that there is no end to His surprises. Learn how to get up every day expecting the unexpected from God and experience your greatest victories now. And in his book, Every Day a Blessing Day, Jerry Savelle reveals what the blessing of God is and takes you on a journey of discovery on how you can apply the power of God's blessing to experience the joy and freedom that come from making every day a blessing day. Don't wait. Call now. 
or visit us at jerrysavelle.org to request this powerful combo. Expect the unexpected and every day a blessing day. Start expecting to be blessed in unexpected and surprising ways today. Thank you once again for watching our broadcast today, and I trust that you've been blessed and ministered to, and I trust that you've been inspired to expect the unexpected. You know, there's just so much that we can cover in a short broadcast like this, but I have preached this message in various places, and we put together a special package for you today, and this is entitled, Expect the Unexpected. There are two CDs on this subject. They're probably between 45 minutes to an hour to even an hour and a half each, and it covers a whole lot more material than I was able to cover on the broadcast today. This will teach you how to expect the unexpected, how to watch for surprises from God. And then along with it, we want to send you the book, Every Day a Blessing Day, how that every day of your life can be a blessing day. The Bible says that God daily loadeth us with benefits. God wants something happening in your life each and every day. So this is a special package we've put together for you. And if you'd like to have your copy of it, then all you have to do is write to the address that's on the screen or call the number, or you can uh, go on our website and order that way. But let me encourage you to place your order today. Don't wait for another week or two. Place your order today. Get these in your home because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. There are a lot of stories in here of how God done unexpected things in my life. Many of the stories about the surprises that God has, has done in my life. And I believe they will inspire your faith and cause your confidence to reach another level. Let me encourage you once again, don't ever give up. No matter how impossible it looks, remember this, your God can and your God will. He wants to do that for you. And so if you'll just give him something to work with, and that's your faith, your confidence in his ability and in his willingness, then he will come through for you. Let me also thank those of you that are partners with our ministry for your partnership. What a blessing it is to us. You're the reason why that we're able to reach the nations of the world that this television broadcast is seen on. Over 200 nations that this broadcast is seen. And our partners are the reason why we're able to do that. Thank you so much for your confidence in the call of God on my life and on this ministry. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for your, your gifts, your contributions. And those of you that like to be a partner, why don't you go on our website, find out how you can do that. And I'm telling you, there's a special blessing that comes in partnership. You not only help us reach the world with this message of hope, but also the grace that is on this ministry. The Apostle Paul said to his partners that you are now partakers of my grace. So the same grace that's on this ministry comes on your life. So if you'd like to be a partner, go on our website and find out how you can do that. Now we're going to continue this study next week, Expect the Unexpected, Watching for Surprises, and I want to encourage you to tune in. Tell a friend. If you know somebody that's going through something that looks impossible, tell them to watch the broadcast. I believe it will help them once again because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And audience, thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate you uh, helping me uh, pull this out and uh, being a blessing to me by coming and, and partaking of this uh, teaching today. 
And I want to pray that each and every one of you, along with those that are viewing, that this will indeed be your year for greater manifestations of God's presence, God's power, and God's goodness. Amen? Thank you again for watching, and we'll see you next week.